Hello, and welcome to Challenging Your Health Mindset. This podcast is produced and presented by Liberty University's Student Health Center and Wellness Initiatives Department. Welcome back. I'm so glad to have my good friend, John, here today. Uh, this is season four, episode seven, and we're talking about men's health today. The dimension of wellness, obviously the primary one, we think of physical health, but there are so many other facets, mental, emotional, and spiritual health yep. that's involved with this. Yeah. And take a few minutes and uh, just introduce yourself to our listeners again. Sure. Yeah. My name is John Lichtenstein. I'm over at the Liberty Student Health. I'm a PA. Um, been here for, I think it's five years now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been, uh, you know, amazing the changes because we were over here at Green Hall first. That's right. That's right. And we moved and um, now we got the COVID and the, the Ill, sick, sick clinic too. So it's um, a lot of changes, but um, you know, Grew up here in Virginia, a little bit north of here, and yeah, uh, went went to a little school up the road, then down Wake Forest for PA school, and and uh, fortunately, you guys were nice enough to let me be a flame now. So, uh, <laughs> well, we welcome you, and uh, I thank God for our friendship as yeah. well as just a uh, collegial relationship that we have. It's amazing. Every time I see you out there, I'm like. <laughs> What one-liner am I going to hear this time? <laughs> you got some good ones. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I'll try to uh, conjure something up before the end of this yeah, episode. Good, right, good, good. But if, if not, uh, charge it to my head, not my heart. <laughs> Listen. That's great. Uh, as we're talking about men's health, mm -hmm. uh, as men, um, we don't do enough of the self-care, mm -hmm. I believe. And uh, there are many barriers to why that's so, but hopefully after our time today, yeah. um, our listeners and the people who will be uh, paying attention to this later will make some changes in their lives to build a better lifestyle, right? Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, you know, it's it, you're right. I mean, it's hard to just kind of rip the Band-Aid off and get into the doc's sure. office. Sometimes it's, it's painful. You know, um, but uh, it's important. Sure, and, it is. Uh, it's you know can can add some years and and uh, take away some pain in the meantime. So if you had to uh, explain to me, and you don't have to, because you've done a good job to impress upon me uh, to come and visit. Mm -hmm. uh, how important is it to have regular checkups? Yeah, I mean it's it's essential, especially in the younger population. If okay. you know, if you're a 20 year old male, you know, uh, I imagine most of us. You know that are in our late thirties and forties and up, and you know we've got. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that up group, but that's, <laughs> no. thank you for not saying it. No, I, you know we've got wives that, that heckle us and say, "Look, get in yeah. there." You know that's that, we got freebies. We got people taking care Absolutely. of. Absolutely. And if you're 25 or 20 and, and you haven't had a uh, yeah. annual visit, you know a lot of the key is come just showing up. Yeah. And it's because it's not like we need to get big time labs or do CT scans. Sure, sure, like sure, that. sure. It's all about just showing up so we can ask some screening questions. Right, right. You know, get a blood pressure. Right. Uh, check up on anxiety and some depression. Some baseline yeah. information, right? That's right. Um and sometimes you may not even be aware of certain, you know, ailments that you have or things that might mm -hmm. be going on that that are going in the background. The other big thing for the young population uh is making sure that uh you're not 
falling into some of the pitfalls that, that would set you up for higher risk scenarios. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, which, you know, is, is, is common in that age group. So what about the 18 year old, 17? <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Well, you know, I, I call them uh, healthcare rookies, especially the ones, the 18 year olds that are out <laughs> here coming, you know, right, right. not, not home anymore. You know, 17, 18 year olds is, it's important. Same, same stuff, you know, screening for anxiety, screening for depression, screening for elevated blood pressures, right. you know, and then, you know, other sorts of, uh, problems. Again, the, the probably lab work isn't, isn't where it starts uh, unless there's a substantial family history or some, sure. some problem. Um, but if, if you're not having any symptoms, just showing up is, is important to make sure, you know, um, you get the healthy lifestyles. You right. know, that's the key. Well, it's, Extremely beneficial for our student population mm -hmm. because there's no additional charge for them to uh, get those baselines started. Yeah. And what about the people who have maybe some genetic or some family history mm -hmm. of uh, pathologies or sicknesses or illnesses they need to be worried about? Yeah. How do they get started? It's, it is uh, It cannot be overstated how important your genetic kind of predisposition to something is i know i shared with you last year an anecdote to kind of demonstrate how strong genes can be yeah uh, and you know it basically i got sick when i was like 25 i got meningitis was hospitalized they did a ct scan they found that my left maxillary sinus, sinus. was mm -hmm. it was what they called hypoplastics it was, just didn't develop right it's mm -hmm. a fancy way for that and say that and so uh turns out my grandma started having many strokes this was you know, about a year ago, mm -hmm. and uh, they did a CT scan of her, and they found she had a left hypoplastic maxillary sinus. Yeah. You know? And then my nephew, this was uh, also about the same time grandma got a CT done, he was playing Spider-Man, and he was jumping yeah, around yeah, his yeah. Uh, bunk bed. He fell off, hit his head. He vomited three times, which is a red flag for, right. you know. Concussion yeah, or something. For sure. And yeah. so they, they said, okay, he's got concussions. Do a CT scan. Make sure he doesn't have a bleed. And guess what they found? No way. Brain was okay. Left hypoplastic maxillary sinus. So, you know, here's. Three generations. Three generations and a little bit removed in each block. And so it's, you know, mm -hmm. one of those situations, like none of us had any symptoms of this and that's fine. It'll never amount to anything, but we all have these kind of underlying, yeah. you know, abnormalities that are normal. Like, right, right. You know, uh, that, that we have, you know, that's the stuff that goes under the radar. What about the stuff that's like obvious blood yeah. pressure, you know, right, right. Um, you know, diabetes, things like that. You know, those, those are the risk factors that really matter. Sure. And the other piece of this is not only can genetics tell us, where we might have a, a disease process happening, okay. but it tells us how to treat it better. Oh. So like, let's take a, a scenario where this young man comes in for depression. Sure. And he's tried Lexapro, which is an SSRI. Sure. Doesn't help. Right. Well, it turns out mom has a genetic variant that, that says SSRIs aren't, aren't gonna be effective for their DNA. Uh -huh. It's gonna be an SNRI, a norepinephrine reuptake sure. inhibitor that's gonna work. So she takes Effexor and it works like a charm, well, if we know that information, we can skip the suffering of going through five <laughs> right, or six right, other, right, right. you know, meds, right? So um, genetics are huge, right? And so it can't be understated, really. Yeah, precursors even for treatment. Yep. So uh -huh. that's, that's good to remember. 
So what are the best ways, um, and I don't want this to totally just be an interview session, oh, yeah. but you're so smart and nah, brilliant I, that if I ask questions, you just know how to uh, answer it uh, technically and in layman's terms, which is beneficial for our students and our listeners. Um, we have some staff members as well mm-hmm. who who chime in to our broadcasts and our episodes. So I have a thought in mind. Mm-hmm. What are some of the best ways to prevent illness or sickness? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now we're dealing with a three-demic type <laughs> environment. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, I go old school, you know, on okay. this, right? And so this means to me the best ways to prevent disease are going to be your tried and true exercise, sleep, sure, eating, right, right. So I like to give an anecdote. I, I can't help myself. Please. There's a, a story. Dr. Wu, I think she was at a Stanford. She studied the Stanford men's basketball team. Okay. She cut them into two groups. There's group right. A and group B. And group A basically were the sleep group. They had two extra hours of sleep a night. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> the other group practiced three-pointers okay. and free throws. Right? All right. And these guys uh, got you know, all this extra practice specifically on – the the thing they were studying is how well you shoot three pointers and free throws. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not surprising because I'm bringing up the study sure. uh, <laughs> that the sleep group not only did as well, but they outperformed no way. the practice group by ten percent. Wow! So think about that. You take twenty three pointers in a game. Yeah. You knock down six of six them if you're shooting thirty percent. You knock down eight of them if you're shooting forty percent. That's six points. That's a difference in five or six That's games a, win. a year. Yeah. That's a win. And, uh-huh. you know, at conference championships, you get that extra sleep instead of doing those extra jump shots. <laughs> that's good. You know, it's that's a different. And so, um, you know, that's just an anecdote about sleep and how important sleep is on your performance. But yeah. I mean, think about it in your daily life, you know, uh, relationships and your studies and sure. all of that good stuff. It, so that sleep is crucial. Exercise, same thing. You know, they show if you just exercise one time a week, mm. your risk for heart heart attacks and heart disease are, are going to be decreased by 50%. Wow. I might have that off a little bit, sure. but that's the idea. It's just that, that sedentary. Incrementally yeah. is a big difference. Big time. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, exercise on hormones too. What we see, and this is one thing I always tell the students here, is if you have anxiety and depression, probably first line treatment is going to be exercising and counseling because sure. your risk return makes sense there, right? You know, we what we see is patients who have, uh, who don't exercise, mm-hmm. their stress hormones when they go up, let's say a bear came in here, uh, right, right. you know, our, our cortisol, our adrenaline are going sure. through the roof. Well, if you're exercising, those are going to come back down rapidly Rapid. after the mm-hmm. bear leaves, hopefully. And, you know, if yeah. the bear doesn't. If a bear comes in here, let me just tell you, <laughs> it's me or the bear. I'm I'm, I'm walking out of here. Yeah. Well, we're going <laughs> to flip the table and it's going to roll inside. Yes, we're yes, going to be yeah. good. We'll be we're, fine. We'll be fine. We hide behind the curtain. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, if, if anyway, if, if you exercise and it, it sure. comes down rapidly, if you don't, then it's not. So these patients who aren't who are sedentary and they kind of have the blues the you know, lingering yeah effect right and then it feeds itself right because sure. you're not not moving decreases motivation and you kind of keep keep keeping those stress hormones elevated it's going to really affect everybody so that's a biggie yeah um, and then oh yeah diet i mean obviously you're gonna eat yeah bad stuff diabetes heart disease hypertension all those things you hear about that you know i i heard it said once that you can never outrun 
or exercise mm-hmm. a bad diet. Right? Oh, I I hope that that's not true because <laughs> well, I shouldn't say it. I I mean, I I got a problem Don't with tell the sweets. Me. No. Don't I, tell I, me. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are my nights. Okay. Uh, I I exercise the next morning. And uh, so I think it, it kind of, my mind's like, yeah, you're going to exercise tomorrow. You're going to be all right. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's a bad you, habit. You can't for sure. out, outrun a bad diet, right? I like it. That's yeah. good. I told you. I, you one gonna... liner. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give credit to a, a wise man once said, because uh-huh. I can't remember who told me that. But I remember that how important it is to get some rest uh-huh. and, and to exercise. Um and the level of exercise isn't always to the same intensity of someone else. Yeah. You know, I enjoy walking. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have two big dogs, beautiful dogs, oh, by cool. the way. What you, kind? You can tell. Cane Corso. I don't so know. So the Italian Mastiffs. Oh, my uh, they, gosh. They are so beautiful. They sound cool. And, and you know, they, they strike fear in people when I'm walking, so I don't get bothered, right? <laughs> uh, but just walking with them makes me feel so much better, uh-huh. you know? And so I encourage people mm-hmm. to just do your level mm-hmm. of walking. Right. And anything you can measure, mm-hmm. you can improve, right? Right. So if you start small, mm-hmm. then you can take it up a little bit. Yeah. And if it starts <clears throat> to call you, cause you discomfort mm-hmm. or pain, yeah. then you ratchet it down a little bit. I like it. But yeah. anything you can measure, you can improve. So uh, as we evaluate our health, I want the guys that are listening and the young ladies mm-hmm. too, uh, even if it's uh, to gather information to sow into the life of people that you care about mm-hmm. and encourage them to do well. Uh, no Shave November. Mm. So No Shave November is something that I came across uh, a while ago. And what it is, is a movement for men to pay attention to their health and take the money that they would spend on grooming Uh during the month of November and donate it to research and causes that improve men's health. I love that idea. I got a head start, as you can see. (laughs) Unfortunately, I I should have started fresh here a couple of days ago, but... Um, and also I should, I, this is bad because my, the, my expense for grooming is pretty close <laughs> to zero. So, uh, but no, it's important. It's, yeah. it's really important. You were telling me about it the other day and I, I had not heard of that. That's mm-hmm. a, such a cool idea. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, it's colder, so, you know, you got to keep the warmth in. Absolutely. It, it gives Absolutely. you a nice blanket there. So that's good. <laughs> that's good. Seems to fit. Um, so, so sure. we're coming up on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, Thanksgiving, there's this idea of gratuity that's yeah. involved. How important do you believe that is to our physical? Well, maybe not so much physical, our overall health. I'm I'm glad you said the physical thing and, and kind of because I, I do think it does end up being physical too. Sure. I read the coolest book last summer is called uh, um, The Hour Between Dog and Wolf. Right. Okay. And the whole idea, this it was this is a little bit of a long story. I'll give you the medium version. Mm-hmm. Um me telling stories, I'm sorry. Uh it, Hey. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Okay. I speak for a living, so <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. So, you know, this guy, he's a stockbroker and he's okay. watching uh, the dot com bubble unfold. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at people and every day the market's up, up, yeah. up, yeah. up. 
And, you know, you've seen all this bravado and these guys like pounding their pounding chest, their chest like, ah, yeah, look yeah. how smart I am, you know. And he noticed females were relatively unaffected. And mm. he said, why is that? Turns out he started doing a very, uh, he had a big interest in neuroscience. So he started going to Oxford, started talking sure, to neuroscientists, sure. started doing tests on these guys. Okay. And testosterone was the driver behind this, mm. right? If you took, uh, like, let's say UVA last weekend, we were playing Miami. Yeah lost in quadruple overtime, yeah. right? The Miami guys, if you measured their testosterone after that that event, it's yeah. probably about 10 to 15 times higher than mine was because my team lost, right? Sure, sure, sure. So what's interesting and what this, this guy would say is you're, you when testosterone gets too high, a little bit elevated is really, really beneficial. Mm -hmm. Too high, you get you lose your risk uh, apparatus, your yeah. risk measuring apparatus. So your less motor measuring. skills yeah. decrease and all that good stuff. Well, it's crazy. So who's going to get a speeding ticket after that game? It's going to be the Miami guys, <laughs> right, right? Right. So the way to combat that is to be conscious of it, right? But okay. so there's a physical change from positive psychology, uh, like being grateful. Sure. To sure. bring it back to that. If you're grateful for things and you you spend some time meditating, praying, mm -hmm. doing doing mm -hmm. these things of just my wife and I do this thing where we'll say a high low and a prayer at the end of not every day, maybe once a month, really. Sure, but, sure. You know, and and if you think about the things you're grateful for, and you, it does two things. One is it kind of gives you this sense of of calm because yeah, right, you know, it, instead of the stressful events being mm -hmm. stressors, you think of them as challenges more. Yeah. Um, and that. Again, it all goes back to those hormones. Testosterone will come down. Adrenaline cortisol Absolutely. comes back down. So the the psychology affects the physiology and or the physical mm -hmm. body. And then we like to think of this as a, you know, the brain controls everything and we right, do what right. the brain tells us to do. Sure. It's a two-way street. The it hormones is. will feed back and yep. affect the brain and how we view everything. Sure. So if you... You know, that second thing it does is it primes the brain. It tells the brain's brain cells, the neurons, mm -hmm. to be looking for positivity, right? Sure, sure. If you're sitting there, you know, thinking about how terrible something was and, right. you're, you know, I stopped watching the news because of that, right? <laughs> you know, if you're looking at the negative, then your brain's going to be primed to focus on all the all negative. All the things. negative. If you look mm -hmm. at the positive, you're going to be focused on the positive. So it primes the brain to, yeah. to do that. And these have been shown in and out of clinics. Mm -hmm. um, this is one of the things we used to do back at the in the old social psych world. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. No, 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 no. I, the, I, I follow exactly what you're saying. Um, even in my own mental health uh, and regularly mm -hmm. checking in mm -hmm. with just a therapist or somebody I can process yeah. things with. So uh, CBT, cognitive yeah. behavioral behavioral treatment um, is, you know, if you have stinky thinking, nah. then your world becomes that. Yeah. But if you have that positive psychology aspect to it and find uh, what's the truth? It, mm -hmm. Is it true that your whole life sucks? <sighs> or is it true that there are things that have happened that disappointed mm -hmm. you and unmet uh, expectations? And, and maybe... Even some bad decisions were made. Yeah. But is the truth that there's no good things in there? And it helped me to process better mm -hmm. uh, my emotions and my feelings, my expectation, what I know about God and how he uh, as it, is at work in my life. Mm -hmm. And so those kinds of things help. And before I knew it, 
uh, I was coming out of the fog. I learned how to appreciate the Sabbath, mm-hmm. you know, just re- <clears throat> relaxing. I'm not Jewish, by the way, but the principle yes. of relaxing and reflecting mm-hmm. on the things that are going on around me and trying to find God's fingerprint uh-huh. in my experience, right. it helped. You know, I was like, you know what? I, I've been too hard on myself. <laughs> or I thank God for the grace that he's shown me despite myself. Mm-hmm. Either way, I can move forward after that. Right. Yeah, I was, I mean, you've got to take whatever situation it is and do the best you can with it. And um, that's such an important thing that, that I feel like is lost on most of us. But to go back to the point you're, you're saying, sometimes it takes something to just kind of uh, reframe everything. Yeah. And I'm sitting at the clinic last year, um, and uh, I don't know, I, I like think I think of myself as a jolly kind of guy. But, sure. You know. I would attest to that. Yeah, I, I was in. I was moping around for a couple months in a month. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know. So I, uh, a nurse, she said, you know, John, where, where's like old John? I was uh, like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, you seem like kind of depressed recently. I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. And so I literally, because I'd already read that book, uh-huh. I remembered that that whole idea about taking stressors on as challenges as sure. opposed to looking at them as you know um you just more more stuff that's added to the plate and it i mean literally because she said that and i didn't want to be a mope and uh-huh. it didn't want to bring other people down I, it, it helped me kind of pull out and uh, that that sort of negative framework something as simple as as that that doesn't mean that you gotta go around telling everybody <laughs> that you're acting, you know? yeah yeah but, don't word vomit on everybody right <laughs> <laughs> but you know it was um it was helpful. I yeah. mean, it really was. And um, It was just that jar you needed yeah. to pull it back together. Yep. Well, listen, I could talk to you all day. I mm-hmm. literally can. Yeah. And we can exchange stories uh, or testimonies, I would like to call them. Uh-huh. But for our listeners, three things that you would tell them that they needed to walk away with understanding uh-huh. after listening to this uh, episode. What yeah. would you say? I would, okay, so I would say... Number one, and we kind of hit hit on these, and it was nicely organized. So thanks for giving me three. You're gonna fall right in. Um, number one, you know, doesn't hurt to come come uh, sure. check in with us. You know, you come by. Uh, it's got student health fee. That's not gonna cost you anything. Come yeah. get your annual wellness. You know, make sure do some screening stuff. Make sure you're you're all good, um, and educate you on risk risk in uh, of of certain behaviors. Sure, um, that's number one. Number two uh, is. The oldest tried and true methods: exercise, good sleep, eight hours a night. Yeah, I know almost nobody <laughs> is probably doing that. So, right, right. But if you can't, you know, seven eight hours a night would be uh, beneficial. Yeah. yeah, it'll pay off. Um, and then, uh, you know, the third thing, um, well, in that second category, I should say, so the sleep, the diet, and the exercise. Yeah. Uh, and then the third thing is positive psychology. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're um, you know, meditating or, or doing whatever whatever that prayer or that meditation is to you, mm-hmm. you know, doing that is going to help you kind of exercise that that positive psychology. And, and that's going to frame the world and prime your brain to, you know, do well. And it's going to prime those hormones to, to keep you thinking clearly and, and, and being on, on your game every day. 
Um, so those would be the big three. Well, listen, I can't wait to uh, spend some more time with you, but that's all for today. And I thank cool. you for coming and spending some time with me. Uh, yeah, thanks for chatting with me too. It was a blast. All so, right. Can't wait till next time. All right, next time. Cool.